your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, a startling new poll has revealed that nine out of ten younger adults fear that they may never own their own home in Ireland, with just over half of those responded who are renting worried they won't be able to pay their rent within the next 12 months. And joining me in the studio to chat about all of this is Megan Scully from the Limerick Leader. And on the line, we have Kyle Lahan and Megan Thornton. And you're all very welcome. And I have to say Megan Scully because we have a Megan Thornton <laughs> on the line as well. How are you? I'm so good, Joe. It's actually so great to be physically here in the studio with you because I know I've been on quite a lot, but it was during obviously lockdown times when we couldn't visit. So... It's very nice to be here. Oh, I'm only delighted to have people in the studio. It's absolutely fantastic. Is is this something that is in your mind? The whole point of getting on that housing ladder, something the previous generations probably took a bit for granted. Yeah, well, back in, I think it was 2019, I applied for a mortgage and got approval and I was trying to buy in Limerick and I was looking at apartments. I wasn't looking for anything too fancy. I was literally looking for a two-bed apartment that I could live in myself, that I could possibly rent out to a room to a friend. And um, I was going around and looking at all I, I could afford at the time and a lot of them kind of seemed to need like a lot of re- renovation work, etc. And uh, then obviously 2020 happened and uh, the banks were very quick to turn around and say, no, that won't be happening because a lot of my work working in media was um, decimated. So income was taken down and then what happened was I was like do you know what I'll wait until all this is over let the economy recover let my my work recover um, but what happened then was the housing prices absolutely skyrocketed and it just got to a point where I personally right now wouldn't be able to afford to buy even a two bed apartment in Limerick City so I've left with no other choice than renting at the moment I'm I watched oh, seven years now living in Limerick and I've been renting the same apartment for that many years. Wouldn't like to know how much I've been paying in rent. Um, so at the moment, the possibility of buying a house on my own is definitely not something that I can do right now. And it is quite daunting to see what's going on. Now, in the other hand, I have some friends who have bought, but I've seen what they've bought and what the price they've paid. And I'm looking at them thinking, you're going to be in debt for how many years now? And to be honest, I think right now, I'm happier to be renting. Are you? I have, yeah, because, you know, I don't want to be living in debt for all these years. I don't want the bank to be, you know, owning everything that I own. And at the moment, I'm like, I'm quite happy renting. And I've said this before um, on television as well, that I would love if we adopted the European model of long-term renting so that, you know, you'd have security. You know that the place you're living in is yours for the next 20, 30, 40 years. And then at the end, you can you can give it back. And or if you choose to move on somewhere else, that you can, you can do that. So I like the idea of that model. And I think that is something that maybe we should all look into and I think it's it's something that possibly could help solve the housing crisis right now but maybe that might not be a long term um, for people but at the moment that would suit me. Yeah, it's interesting you should say because we had auctioneers on over the last week or so who were pointing out that apartments in Limerick are still less expensive than you know the three bed semi comparatively yeah. which you're saying you even found apartments went up significantly in price. Yeah, absolutely and especially ones that maybe aren't in the best of condition and you know I've I've brought people along with me to viewings in the past and you know I probably wouldn't know much about to me it's like oh that's two bedroom apartment perfect I brought someone who knows what they're looking at and they're like look at this look at that you'll have to change this change that that'll cost 10 grand that'll cost another 20 grand and then at the end of it and then I was going but sure the bank's not going to give me more money to do that so I was like I could own an apartment but it might not be livable. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kyle Lahan as I mentioned is also with us good morning to you Kyle. 
Good morning. So I think you lived in Limerick and now you're across the water. You're in London. Is that right? Yeah, I am. I've been in London now for the last three years. Um, enjoying it, loving it. <laughs> Don't think uh, moving home anytime soon is achievable, unfortunately. Right. And what was your experience locally? And, and then give me a sense of what uh, you've been dealing with in London. Um, so my experience when I lived in Limerick, um, like that, living in kind of um, accommodation, but I think just the, the, the price for I was paying for the quality just was sort of par. Um, felt like I was getting kind of ripped off by, by cowboy landlords a little bit. Um, and I think as I lived in Limerick longer, just the, you could visibly see the supply on the market go down and down. Whereas here in London, obviously London is an expensive city. However, the market here moves so incredibly fast. Um, like last summer, myself and my partner were searching for a flat and we found one within two weeks. Okay, you know, got the keys and everything. So things just move so much quicker here and you just have the payoff for paying high rent here. You get so much more professional opportunities and just the kind of way of living that you want for someone in your 20s. Mm. Uh, now, public transport, obviously, is generally very good in London, but have you found that you've had to move out from the centre to rent uh, affordably somewhere that you would like? Um, honestly, no. I, I live in Zone 2 in London, and um, I think for every tube line there there's here in London, there's five different bus routes. So, you, you know, you're really covered in that sense, and I think the thing that I found here in London and not in Limerick is that there's deals always around the corner and you, you just have to search hard enough where unfortunately in Limerick there just isn't that supplier there and what is there the quality is just really substandard mm. I, I mean we have seen frankly some shocking rental prices for relatively basic accommodation that have been pointed out in Limerick over the last 18 months especially Kyle and uh, you know it's, it's just extraordinary to think what people are being asked to pay it's just really disheartening because you know I love home I love Ireland but it feels like Ireland doesn't love me <laughs> and you know all my friends are emigrating and you just think kind of what really is keeping us here you know we can't afford it we don't want to be miserable you know for our young lives so we're going to obviously make these choices to leave and leave our some of our friends and family behind and go for something that is more achievable for us. Kyle do you work in the NHS? I do work in the NHS, yeah. Right. So that's interesting because obviously we're debating our health service, especially in Limerick at the moment too. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been following online all the process. Right. And how are you finding the NHS by comparison? Um, I think it's, it's, it's a different culture a little bit. Um, I think it's a bit more collaborative. Um, people feel like they have their heads screwed on a little bit more. Obviously, there is... Um, massive problems when it comes to staffing and recruitment and retention. Um, but I think it's just the NHS is, has been ingrained in British culture for so long um, that people are very precious about it. And I think in Ireland, unfortunately, people see healthcare as a cost rather than an investment. Yeah. I mean, Megan Scully, when you hear Kyle say, you know, I love Ireland, but Ireland doesn't love me. I know. And I think... Um I think there was a figure out the last day that more young people have immigrated to Australia now than they did back in recession times, which is absolutely so scary. But um, I've noticed from friends around Limerick, people I play tag rugby with, um, they have basically gotten their their degrees and they have 
gotten on a plane straight out of here because they just don't see a reason to stay. And uh, look, the lifestyle over there just looks absolutely incredible. Um, for me as well, like I was born in Dublin, raised in Galway, obviously living in Limerick. And uh, I look at Dublin and that's a complete no-no because that is just, you. if you can live in Dublin, then you're not able to actually have a life outside of living because all your money is going into the rent and, and, you know, taxis and just getting to work. Um, and Galway now is catching up pretty fast too. Rent prices there have gone crazy. And one aspect I love about Limerick is because it's affordable, you can live here and have a really good lifestyle. But at the moment now, it's starting to catch up with these other cities. And I think we need to keep Limerick where it was and make it that place where you can actually have a nice life. You can go out at the weekends, you can go to matches, you can do all these things and uh, just have that good work-life balance. And I think, you know, that's what we need to do. And as as Kyle mentioned there, like retention, we need to keep people here. We want people to come back here. We want people to feel that they can come back here. Right, so make it the best city in the country in which to live. Absolutely. And I think that Limerick has so much to offer. And I say that all the time. And I've been here now so long and I don't see myself leaving anytime soon. My friends come visit here quite a lot and they love it. They think it's so much fun and uh, they all just rave about Limerick. So I think let's let's keep that going. Yeah, definitely. Um, Megan Thornton, as I mentioned, uh, also with us. Hi, Megan. Hi, how are you, Joe? Good. So what's your experience uh, of Limerick and what are your thoughts generally about the prospect of at some point getting on the housing ladder if you even want to know? Yeah, I'm kind of similar to the other Megan there where I've been in Limerick for a good few years now myself and kind of went to college here and then have been out renting myself for the last couple of years and at the moment I feel like I'm in a very privileged position where I'm sharing with a couple of other people including my partner and we can I can afford my rent and I can go out and I can save and I feel like I'm in a really privileged position but when it comes to the idea of actually ever owning a home that idea does still feel very far away for me um like as in if I ever thought about me and my girlfriend moving out and getting a house together that I couldn't imagine us doing that at the moment with the prices of rent and then if you go out renting then we suddenly can't save for a deposit for a house and then the only other alternative would be to move back in with our parents and I can speak for my own parents I don't think they'd be very happy to see me coming back to Mayo um, to live with them so you kind of feel a little bit between a rock and a hard place that Yes, it's okay for the moment that you are renting with other people, but if you ever do want to move out with your partner, um, that just doesn't seem achievable at the moment. So that's yeah. that's how I feel. And, and Megan, you're almost a case study on public transport in Limerick, aren't you? Because <laughs> you, you were impacted by the 310 route, uh, Anacotti into the city, all of that, and the controversy around that. It was pulled for a period of time. It's back now on an expanded basis. Has that helped? Yes, it definitely has helped. Now, it's not as frequent as the 304, the 304A services, but when you do see it, it is a godsend going to because it goes out right beside my house near Brookfield. So it is great to have that service back, and especially for the people of Anacotti as well, and just more um, connection to the city and to get in there. But a lot of the time, I just even walk into the city. Just to, I, You'd almost get in there quicker with traffic and everything like that, but... Yeah, it definitely puts a dampener on things for people who are living out mm. this area if they want to go into the But I, I suppose it's the case that's made, isn't it, for everything that's being done around active travel and public transport, that Limerick could be a model for this if we get it right, and also if the routes expand farther out and then we build up, which is another part of the policy, maybe it'll make things more affordable. 
Definitely, and I feel like there's a lot of people, um, even in County Limerick, that are so isolated from this issue because of lack of routes into the city with like the buses and transport there as well. And then you have obviously the lack of availability of accommodation. I was on rent.ie even just this morning to have a quick look and there was only two apartments to rent and neither of them were under two grand. Um, so it is just so expensive for people. Obviously that is affordable for some people, but for me personally, if that was just me and my partner, that definitely wouldn't be something that is affordable. But if there was better public transport, there would be more demand to be to have more accommodation in the city, I suppose. So I think it all ties in together to make Limerick more attractive for people to live in. I mean, Megan, you know, we look at um, the um, Lewis, for example, mm-hmm. in Dublin and Galway is a different story now when it comes to transport <laughs> and public transport and circular routes and all that that's going on at the moment. And then we think about Limerick and the discussion around light rail and everything else that's going on at the moment. I mean, what do you make of that? Yeah, I think I have to agree with Megadella there that, um, you know, I think it's um, a lot of people in the county are isolated because I often would meet people through work or even just socially and they live out in County Limerick and I'm like, oh, do you come out to the city much? And they're like, oh, no, no, we wouldn't. We'd stay locally because it's too hard to go in and out and, you know, get back home at night time. And I think, you know, it'd be good to invite more people into the city. And as Megan said, to live or even just to, you know, like match day in Home and Park. You'd like to pe- think that people might stay around and, and you know, socialise with people. But, you know, if you've no way home, why would you bother? And I think we, as said, this city could become a real, a really great city for a lot of people to come live in. And especially again. So are you a believer in the 15 minute city concept that's being talked about? Yeah, well, I think, as you mentioned, I come from Galway. Galway City is absolutely one of the most frustrating places to drive through because there's no real traffic plan. There's so much traffic. And, you know, usually on a good day, it could take us 25 minutes from home to get to the city centre. On a bad day, it could be over an hour and you can't judge it. You just have to hope for the best. Whereas at Limerick, we have a really good layout of a city here. And uh, we have a lot of, like, you know, with the motorway and with um, Condell Road, there's so many options to make the city a really great place to move around. And I know they're talking about pedestrianising certain streets. And, you know, that has worked. You look at Waterford, they've done an incredible job as well. But then you have to have the public transport in place around. You have to have the park and rides. You have to have the accessibility for people to make it welcome and inviting for them to know that, you know what, I can drop my car just outside the city, I can get in the city in a couple of minutes, get my bits and then get out again. And I think that's what we need to look into. And as I said, with Shannon Airport as well, mm. we're laughing. Like, it's not many people have a, an airport so accessible 20 minutes down yeah, the road. That's very true. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, Kyle, I, it's just so sad to hear, because I think most of us thought the days of effectively forced emigration of young people were in the past. In other words, people were choosing to emigrate and maybe for a few years and come back or maybe they were going and they put down roots in other parts of the world. But now it seems like people have to leave again. Yeah, and like um, my older brother was part of that um, great recession generation who left. So, you know, I have vivid memories of him like taking to the airport and saying goodbye and thinking, God, that must be so hard for him and got hopes something like that never happens to me. But now my own friendship group, myself, are all leaving. You know, there's, I think, 10 of us in my friendship group back home. And there'll only be two people left come two weeks' time because they're all gone to Australia or gone to Canada. And it's just sad. And, and, and what, is that kind of mid-20s type age range? Yeah, yeah, we're all in our kind of like mid-20s, late-20s. And it's just, you know, like these are the years that we'll never get back, as they say. So it's just, it's sad because, you know, we're all 
so and, and the thing is, we all know people who went fully intending to come back and never did. I think, and I think that's the big difference this time. It's that you know, some of my friends, I know they're probably never going to come back because, as we talked about, you know that opportunity and that just quasi life that they want is just abroad now, and it is quite sad because you know we'll we'll never have those those times together all together again. Um, And Megan Thornton, you know, what would you suggest? I mean, is there anything that can be realistically done? That is a very good question, Joe. I think more availability of apartments at lower rent would allow people to save a lot more for mortgages and then they would be more likely to actually settle down here in Ireland. I think that is a massive thing. It's just the actual availability. And as Megan said, um, there as well, opportunities for people to actually get a mortgage for affordable houses that are high standard obviously that is a lot easier said than done and that is something that we've been struggling with in this country for a couple of years but i think that a lot of the time now people can't afford the rent um so they're moving away to find cheaper rents or maybe they will have higher wages somewhere else so even if the rents are a bit higher they'll have higher wages so they can pay them so i think that's the issue at the moment with the cost of living so high um, even myself, I'm finding that my groceries are almost double what they were a year or two ago now. Like every extra bit and extra high bills, um, everything causes just extra stress. And then when you've got a massive amount of rent to pay on top, that you feel like you are being pushed out, as Kyle said, and that you have no other options. So I'm saying I've got a lot of friends that have decided to emigrate. Um, I, there's barely any, all my friends are either in Dublin or they're have left at this point to they're either in Europe or they're in Australia, which seems like the most popular place at the moment. So it is quite worrying to see. Okay, okay. Well, listen, thank you very much for your really interesting perspectives uh, on all of that this morning. I I wish we could be a little more positive about things, but uh, that's the reality of uh, what your generation really is facing right now. And thank you to Megan Thornton and Kyle Lahan on the line and in the studio, Megan Scully from the Limerick Leader. Appreciate your time. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe.